we, but rather in a third stage moment, you feel all beings being lived. You realize in the moment that you are being lived by something larger than you. Whether you talk about it as a mysterious process of nature that's giving rise to all of us, or whether you talk about it as God living or giving rise to all of us, or of conscious light living through all of us, the third stage occurs when you are no longer satisfied taking care of yourself, nor are you satisfied taking care of others, your family, your friends, your community, the planet, and yourself. But you realize everybody dies. It doesn't matter how well you take care of yourself, or how well you take care of your partner, or how well you take care of your children, or even the planet. The planet will dissolve when our sun dies out. Sooner or later, our planet will end. Sooner or later, your children will die. Sooner or later, your body will dissolve. Every relationship you will ever be in will end at some point, if only at death. Everything ends. The third stage begins when you become disillusioned with trying to get what you want, and you equally become disillusioned with trying to give people what they want, because nobody becomes happy by that process. The third stage is based on realizing that only when you offer yourself to be lived by something larger than you are you happy. In a relationship, that means two people are devoted to and are lived by something larger than their personal preferences and their shared preferences. So let's look at this much more closely. We'll consider two partners, a more masculine partner and a more feminine partner. Of course, in some relationships, both partners have balanced sexual essences. But to make it easy, we're going to talk about one with a more masculine sexual essence and one partner with a more feminine sexual essence. And, again, these could be heterosexual relationships, homosexual relationships. It does not matter the form of the intimacy. It doesn't matter if there are two men, two women, a man and a woman, nor does it matter if the woman plays the masculine partner and the man plays as the more feminine partner. That happens. We're just talking about a masculine partner of either sex and a feminine partner of either sex enjoying play. To make it easy to speak, I may say he or him for the masculine partner, but it could just as well be a woman. And I may say she or her for the feminine partner, but it may be a man. In the first stage of self-centeredness, the masculine partner wants their goals to be accomplished. They want to be right, and they want to get to where they want to go. The first stage masculine says, hey, it's my way or the highway. You do what I say, or you don't come with me at all. I'm right. That's the first stage masculine. The first stage feminine will do anything to be loved, 
I'll follow you as long as you love me. I'll say you're right as long as you give me the affection that I really want to feel. If you tell me I'm beautiful, I'll tell you how smart you are. So the classic way of feeling the first stage masculine and feminine in relationship is a kind of 1950s style relationship of a, let's say, a macho jerk and a submissive housewife. And again, these are just caricatures. They're extreme examples. So we could start talking about these things and make it easy to understand. A first stage relationship is one partner who wants to be right and one partner who wants to be loved, and they'll do just about anything to get what they want. They're me relationships. I want to be loved. I want to be right. So I'll call that, just for fun, the macho jerk.